0: My name is Keontae Herrera. I am the Assistant Communications Director at LSU, uh, specifically for volleyball and softball. Um, <clears throat> I've been here at LSU for about five or so months at the time of this recording, um, but I've been in the industry now since about 2015 in terms of just being a student assistant. or uh, I never really had a GA spot, but I did an internship and so on and so forth. So uh, <clears throat> definitely had a different kind of path getting to where I'm at, but um glad to be where I'm at. I'm originally from Louisiana, so I was able to come home. Um, and yeah, I'm still loving what
1: I do. Absolutely. So obviously you came from Texas State, another division one school, but it's a lot different going from power five to group of five to the rest of D1. So uh, what kind of similarities and differences is there in what you do with LSU versus what you did at Texas State?
0: Um, <clears throat> for me, the biggest similarity is what the job is, communications. And that's just communicating with my coaches, communicating with staff, communicating with uh, media outlets, uh, essentially the job is really the same no matter And I started my career in division two so from division two to mid-majors to power five the job is essentially the same um, obviously um, at the power five level I maybe have more people to communicate more people to get information to and things of that nature but um, you know it's pretty much the same job and um <clears throat> it was nice knowing that because obviously you can get kind of starstruck sometimes by the name or whatever like that. But, um, you know, that that key uh, communication is really what has been that foundation all the way through my career and knowing how to communicate with coaches, knowing how to, you know, meet those deadlines and really rub shoulders with uh, your local media, national media, even regional if you need to. Um, those are some of the biggest similarities uh, just in my journey in general.
1: Kind of building off that with with media, when when you're dealing with Division II teams, like the ones you work with, such as Texas A&M Commerce, Texas A&M Kingsville, and St. Edwards, and then Texas State, and then LSU, what are the types of media that you're dealing with and and what are the differences between those types of schools?
0: So it's funny, especially for football, you know, at the Division II level, you'll still have, some beat writers you know you'll still have some local television stations most of the local stations for kingsville was actually corpus christi so you'll still have that kind of coverage more so for football and probably for your basketball if they are um really good but for the most part you know we had to just be our own media outlet you know everything came out through us everything was pushed out through us and um, I think that was a great foundation to have because now, you know, I go to bigger schools to where even at Texas State, you know, there's a little bit more local media. So even though I'm still pushing out the same information and pushing it out from our website, I have a lot more help to get it a lot more further. But being able to know how to be, hey, we are our own media outlet from the beginning uh, really helped set the stage, really gave me some great experience to now, you know, working with a team of people, it makes it a lot easier. It's just a matter of having a great and good communication skills uh, to get the job done.
1: Absolutely. And obviously, specifically at LSU, you guys are only two years removed from a national championship. Um, How has it been dealing with more national media maybe specifically in football or possibly with men's and women's basketball too, with them being highly ranked programs, baseball as well. Um, How has that been dealing with national media in addition to the local media that you're used to dealing with?
0: Right. So, you know, for me, you know, I've been here at LSU for five months. Um, You know, when I came in, I got running really, really fast with volleyball. Uh, So I didn't have to do too much with football. And I observe and see some things with basketball, but I'm not really on the ground. But I did get to see different behind-the-scenes actions of how we go about introducing a new head football coach. You know, I mean, I have never seen a production like that before. So it was great to be able to observe it and see, you know, how big it is, how professional it is, um, how attention to detail it is. Um, And getting into softball where, you know, we're going to have a number of different television games, Um, if anything will always be on SEC network plus. So, you know, there's a lot of different people to, you know, communicate with. There's a lot of people to, you know, learn really to meet and, and and get to know. So um, it's just very interesting to see how big of a difference it is in the sense of the number of outlets and stuff you have to get um, information to. Uh, But, you know, for those bigger sports at this time, you know, I haven't had too much hands-on experience. The uh, the observation is is just enough right now because it's big, you know. it's And I have my own, you know, I'm going to be covering a nationally ranked softball team. In fact, the softball team has been ranked uh, in the national rankings consistently since the end of the 2014 season. So, you know, I'm going to get my fair share of, uh you know, TV time, media outlets or whatever. Not for me, of course, but, you know, for the team and really working with them. Um, And it's going to be a great experience as I look to continue to progress in the
1: career. Yeah, speaking of softball, you're married to Priscilla Herrera, who was a four-year softball letterman and Conference USA MVP at East Carolina. Obviously, just a couple of years before the East Carolina joined the American Athletic. What's it been like being a softball SID as well as being married to a former college softball player?
0: Man, it's really cool because, you know, she has had a lot of sacrifices, just me being in this field. And um, for her to be even mentioned in the interview for the first time is pretty cool for her, I'm sure. Uh, But she helped me out a lot. You know, Um, I did not really know too much about the game of softball until uh, she came into my life. And we were... At a Commerce, I was doing a internship and um, I did not really work with the softball program. I was doing other sports, but she was a part of working a little bit with the program. And once I got to Kingsville, I was a softball contact for the first time. And, you know, this is pre-kids and everything. But, you know, we used to really be in the, in the press box. She'll keep a book. She taught me how to keep a book um it's funny we even have a dartboard and the back of the dartboard is set up like a baseball diamond and we would you know make our own draft our own teams and stuff and we're playing with the darts but we're keeping the book a uh, way to have fun but also get some experience with doing it so um <clears throat> you know it's it's been really really good having her uh by my side in the sense of well really everything but definitely in the sense of being a, a fan of sports um just because, and a former student athlete, just because she also understands uh, the time commitment that goes into it. Um, obviously, she might not like everything about it, just as, you know, I probably don't like everything about it, but she's understanding, she knows how it is, and now we're being able to, you know, go to really big games. You know, we went to a few LSU football games together as a family, and we went to some basketball games together as a family. Uh, hopefully, Uh, This upcoming Friday, we'll be going to our first gymnastics meet ever. So it's cool to be able to still keep her around the game in different games. And she likes athletic events. I love athletic events. We go to pro major league games all the time and uh, also football games. So it's been really fun to be with someone who has that experience as a student athlete, knows what it takes and knows the commitment to winning um, and really able to hold down the family whenever needed, you know.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that brings a great and unique perspective to the story. Being a minority in in sports information, um, what kind of challenges have you faced and um, who has helped you or what has helped you work through those challenges?
0: To be honest, you know, I can't say that I've had any really big challenges or at least none to where you know, I can't for sure say, you know, um, I definitely applied for different jobs in the past before and uh, not LSU. There's this a whole different story and interesting way of how that this job came about. But, um, you know, I can't necessarily say, oh, that was due to X, Y, Z, you know, it was just a better candidate or whatever at that time. You know, um, <clears throat> but I'm also not going to say that something isn't there potentially in the whole realm of SID. Uh, And I I say that just because, you know, I didn't learn about this field in general until I was a a grad student. You know, I was a grad student when I first got some uh, experience in this and decided I wanted to do it. And um, I was at the school trying to get a GA position or any kind of position when they opened up, and I still couldn't Um, so much. So I ended up going and hustling down, you know, a graduate student with no money to, Orlando for a COSADA uh, convention one year, just myself and, you know, didn't have drill transportation. I caught a taxi back and forth from my hotel room to the events and stuff like that. Um, and as my, my career continues to uh, move forward, it really wasn't until LSU that I sat back and thought, you know, not just in the SEC, but really just across. There's not that many people uh, that look like me um, <clears throat> and I'm I'm mixed I'm black and Colombian so you know not only am I African American but I have uh, Hispanic groups as well so um, <clears throat> the biggest people that has helped me in my career even when I didn't really know or understand or just people who was just always looking out for me actually two people that have been you know on a uh, feature on this before and Kelvin Qualey's and uh, Scotty Rogers. You know, uh, Kelvin was my former uh, director at Texas a and Kingsville, and Scotty, when I was a part of Texas State in the Sunbelt Conference, was there as well working for the conference. And um, <clears throat> those relationships have just been phenomenal, not just because they're really cool people, they're great friends, and they look out, but, you know, it helps that they are a minority and someone that I can talk to that gets it from a different lens, you know, so... Um, <clears throat> it's, it's been really, really great. And I'm thankful uh, to God that there hasn't been any kind of real situation to make me feel as though um, I was discounted by my race or anything like that, or at least not a, a situation that I can, you know, for sure speak on. Uh, but I think the biggest thing that I would say is being able to connect with more minorities uh, has helped me Minorities that are doing bigger things and things that I you know aspire to do has helped me and um, <clears throat> really just want to be a part of trying to get the word out to more people, especially minorities, about what this field is because you know, we like sports, just like everybody else. and you know minorities like to debate sports and you know minorities like to cover sports. So I think it would be a great career for a lot of people. Um, they just have to know about it.
1: Um, what what do you think are some important things that maybe Kosai specifically or the industry in general needs to do to make these um, minorities more aware of the sports information field and get them interested and engaged?
0: You know, for me, that's something that I'm really asking, you know, myself at this time, like, OK, I've, you know, done really well and I've made it to uh, a big school and i really really like it but now that it's been even pointed out to me by you know the majority versus the minority they have you know said like hey you know you're really doing something big this is something special because there's not that many that look like you but they want that as well um i'm not saying no one is perfect in how they go about doing it and i don't really have the answer on how to go about doing it but i know for me uh I think for me is just getting involved more so the only thing that i know of uh you know going into this next year i really want to get involved in different committees and you know i have to become a part of moa and stuff like that so that way i can continue to rub shoulders with a lot of people in this field um, and figure out and collaborate with people on how to really get the word out more about this field. Um, The only other thing I've considered is, you know, going to different classes and stuff or different, you know, organizations on campuses and just having just a a basic layout of what this field is and and, uh, what it entails. Um, I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times about, man, what if I can go, uh, you know, into, some of those different meetings and into some of the NPHC meetings and stuff and just kind of talk about what I do and stuff. A lot of times those uh, young adults have their majors and stuff um, lined up, but there's a lot of them that also are in some type of kinesiology background or some kind of fitness or anything like that. And again, I just think that there's not a lot of people who even really consider athletic administration from the minority side. They definitely consider coaching and sometimes it always doesn't work out. But I think this is a perfect way to stay involved in sports, to be you know able to see cool places and travel with teams and stuff. Um, I just don't think a lot of people really know and I want to make it a priority
1: to figure out how to give a little bit more of that exposure. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you think organizations, schools, getting more involved with HBCUs and reaching out to some of their students could be a good solution to finding more minorities interested in the field?
0: <clears throat> uh, I definitely think that is an avenue that needs to be explored for sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, I thought about that too. Uh, more so when I'm talking about the greek organizations obviously that brought me to a lot more hbcus and and really spreading some news in that uh in that area as well but um you know i think that it would be a really really good thing to do a really really good thing to explore you see this last signing day all the noise that was made with you know dion you know taking uh i'm sorry coach sanders taking um the recruit away from his alma mater and you know going to Jackson State I mean that, that stuff is big and uh I would love to be a part of trying to figure out how to capitalize on some of those things where hey we're not only introducing or trying to get back because it, it's been in the past before but trying to get more high profile athletes back to HBCUs um but trying to get more of those students as well into athletic administration. I think that's a big pool where uh, that would
1: be a great thing to explore for sure. And lastly, if you had one piece of advice for young professionals in this industry, uh, what would it be? Um, <clears throat> You know, for me, and I would
0: say, especially if I was saying, you know, preferring preference to a uh, a minority, um, and really still overall, but I would say, you know, don't don't give up at the first no, you know, don't stop trying, don't stop seeking, you know what I'm saying? Because um, again, early on, I didn't know really what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to work in athletics, and I was at a Division two school, and I worked in tickets, facilities, um, strength and conditioning, marketing, uh, and then I came across uh, sports information. And when I did that, you know, I was thinking, oh, I made up my mind and it should be easy. I should just kind of get in the game. And it wasn't as easy. I had a few different no's and stuff. And, you know, I had to figure out how to really get in the field. And um, it just worked out that I knew someone Uh, Wes Bloomquist at uh, Angelo State, who knew someone, Kevin Young at Texas A&M Commerce at the time. And that's how I got my first real opportunity and crack at it. So, you know, that opportunity, it might not come like uh, how you want it. It might not come when you want it. uh, But as long as you endure and you stick it out, if this is what you will want to do, um, don't give up, don't quit, because, you know, you will be rewarded, you will be given an opportunity, you just got to keep on going after it.
1: Well, thank you for your time.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me, man, I really appreciate it.